Hey, I'm Lika Sumba, and this is our journey across Africa, navigating the intricate landscapes of business, culture, and global influence from the African perspective. Africa Whisperer, telling authentic African stories in a global way. On this episode of the Africa Whisperer. Me, I no go let go. Girl, you did my mind. Every fucking time. I wanna feel it so low. Like now, I've stopped. I've stopped trying to convince anybody. You know, because yeah. now I feel. I feel like the energy being spent convincing. Like if if you're an African business person and you 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 pay us, you pay artists to do marketing campaigns for you and you know how much you pay, right? And you and you you play the music and you see Bonaboy selling out Madison Square Garden and you see Whiskey doing the O2, I think, three times or two times. If you if you still if you still don't get it, you don't get it. I feel like it's our job to actually keep doing this thing to the point where you know, everybody will catch up. And that's the hard work. Somebody has to do the hard work, hard work. And a lot of people are doing the hard, the hard work. And I think it's only a matter of time. The Africa Whisperer. There's an old adage that talks about how what you tap into from an individual is what you're going to receive. Mr. Easy is undoubtedly one of Africa's most celebrated artists. But outside of his music, for me, Mr. Easy is one of the smartest business minds who understands the value of the creative industry and the potential it holds to grow true wealth for the African continent. I learned so much in this conversation that I had to go back and review my thoughts and business as a creative entrepreneur. Mr. Easy represents dreamers that understand how to put things into action, not just for themselves, but for an entire generation. Now, Mr. Easy, you describe African culture as being one of our greatest exports. I really love that description. But when it comes specifically to music, how would you describe Empower's role? I think, you know, when, when we talk about like exports, right? Africa has always the world's mining field in a lot of regards. Right. And like, if you think about, you know, uh, natural resources, like if you think about crude oil, for instance, you see that the crude oil is on the continent, it's there, but we're not able to mine it by ourselves. And so we're not able to export it by ourselves. And so we're not able to capture as much value as we should. Uh, for instance, my country, Nigeria, is super blessed with mineral resources. But if we even just want to zero on, crude oil you see you know the crude oil is is taken from africa it's not developed it's not mined by us in nigeria and it's shipped out and then we have to buy the finished product back into nigeria and gas is expensive in a country where we produce
produce, like we have the crude, we have the gas in, in abundance, right? So this is not a political discussion. This is just an, an analogy. The second example I'll give you is like, what's that thing they used to make chocolate? It's cocoa, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you cocoa. have... You have cocoa bean, you know, you have cocoa bean, you know, our countries, if I say Ghana, I'm going to use Ghana because that's my second home, right? And it's it, not until recently you have the cocoa is, you know, is farmed here, it's taken out, we do not produce it, you know, and is, we buy the chocolate back, right? And we buy it expensive. So what is the value that is actually left here beyond the small commercial value to the few players. Where's the where's the real industry and who's who's behind the industry? I'm I'm one for participation and globalization, but true globalization should include equity participation from everybody. Right? Everybody should be involved. So bringing this back to the music, it's like Empower's role is to be less to be that company, you know, that af- majorly African owned company focused on African music, which is working with the talent, you know, and exporting the music from Africa out while still keeping the equity of the African creatives and African entrepreneurs and it's, it's, it's my vision that it will be more than one. And that's why Empower is agnostic. We're not a record label. We work with record labels. So, for instance, um, we have part of our clients, we have independent artists, but we also have record labels who sign artists and then come through Empower. My idea is that other people will see and say, oh, Mr. Easy, no get two head. Empower, no get two head. You know, and, and there'll be more to come to the point where, you know, major labels and music companies and people who really want to work with African music and who wants to invest and benefit from the commercialization of African music would not just see us as talent for hire, but see us as people that, that can participate equity. I want to see big companies coming to buy shares in a label from Uganda, a publishing company from Kenya, a, um, a production company from Benin Republic. That's that's what I want to see. Not It shouldn't be, hey, yeah, 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 we've come and opened on our office. There's nothing wrong with opening your office, but this is, a, this is a chance to do things differently. I love that analogy. And just the reminder that as custodians of the music from Africa, we need to ensure that even as we go global, that we still have a stake in the industry. But now looking back into the Pan-African music industry specifically, Empower is leading when it comes to having a wide range of countries represented within the company. Can you talk to us a bit about that? Unfortunately for us, and I mean us Africans, is that we do not try travel to our neighboring countries. So it's possible for me to be born in Ghana, live in Ghana, and I might have traveled more to the UK than I've traveled to Lagos. Or it's possible for me to be born and raised in, in, in Cotonou, and I've traveled more to Paris than I've gone to Zimbabwe. And so when, when we do not travel within ourselves, 
we obviously it's not like we don't want to travel it's, you know things like the cost is so expensive maybe these countries maybe we're not selling ourselves to ourselves you know we, we, we see tourists as people from outside of africa we forget that is a continent of over a billion people. So intra-tourism is, is something that has been untapped. Jeez, I'm, I'm sounding like a politician. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but you know, when, when because we don't travel, we, we tend to think that everything starts and ends in our vicinity. But fortunately, you know, my university made me start to meet people from other countries. Kwame Nkrumah University made me start to meet people from Equatorial Guinea. I, I didn't even know Equatorial Guinea was in Africa till I went to university. Ah, Equatorial Guinea, I met, oh, this is what they are like. I met people from Gambia. Oh, this is what people from Gambia is. My first roommate was Togolese, Monsieur Shalom. I frustrated that guy, always playing music. When he was trying to study, shout out to him. I'm sure he will be doing great things now. And so because I, I, I went to school with people from across Africa and because my, my talent has taken me to, I've taught Uganda, I've, I've taught Goma, I've gone to Goma to perform, I've gone to different places. It makes me understand that, you know, there's something going on everywhere, but it's, it's a different skill, you know, so that has given me an appreciation for you know, different countries and different scenes. And that's why, I, you know, I'm obsessed with being a part, representing Pan-African, like Pan-African not in the sense of Africa unite and be one country, but Pan-Africanism in the sense that we must collaborate, we must, you know, co-invest, we must work together, we must share knowledge and we must share information and we must fight our battles, you know, together and we must elevate mentally together and we must party together. We must chop life together, you know. So that's, I think that's why my, that's what has informed my vision. And, you know, shout out to my dad. My dad, my dad was, well, even on the day I was born, my dad wasn't around. He was, he was doing peacekeeping. He was in the Nigerian Air Force doing peacekeeping in Liberia and Sierra Leone. So I come, you know, I come from a family that has, has that Pan-African vision. So there's nothing else. That's who I am. That's, that's what I know. And that's what I do. You're probably best positioned to answer this in terms of what Empower is doing with various African music genres and your broader understanding of the continent. African music is pretty much global center at the moment. Afrobeat and Ama Piano are definitely leading in this. But at times it seems as though from a global perspective specifically that there's an idea that all African music needs to fall under the Afrobeat label in order for it to be easier for the world to understand what's happening in Africa. What are your thoughts around this? If you are a piano or you are gangeton, gangeton is gangeton, and gangeton has to be pushed as gangeton, and a piano has to be pushed as a piano, and hip life has to be pushed as hip life. But when you see, you know, an African festival, a true African festival, must then have representation of true African music. And when you see a playlist that's supposed to be an African playlist showing pop music, like Afro-pop, you know, Gengeton is pop music in Kenya, and Amapiano is, yeah, you call it dance, but it's pop music in, in South Africa, 
you should be able to see the playlist that has that's a true representation of what popular music across Africa sounds like, right? So I feel the the reason why some people make that conversation is not because they want to. I would expect people are doing it from a positive place, and it's not because they want to, you know dim the lights on any. I actually agree with you and also believe that music is a catalyst into not just other aspects of the creative industry. So, for example, if an African artist wears a designer from their home country, they, in essence, are opening the designer up to a whole different client base. But it also, in a really cool way, exposes languages and slang that's used from different parts of the continent. And then, of course, we can't forget about the fact that African music has brought the continent together in ways that previously have not even seen possible. Now, you have such an interesting perspective on musicians, and I'm going to quote you verbatim. You say that every musician is a creative entrepreneur, and like any startup, it needs mentorship and financing. Once you close the mentorship and financing gap, you're giving the startup the opportunity to make it. I really love that analogy. Now, how do you, for example, in the work that you do, go into rooms and try convince people to invest in African music? Like now, I've stopped. I've stopped trying to convince anybody, you know, because yeah. now I feel I feel like the energy being spent convincing. Like if if you're an African business person and you 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 pay us, you pay artists to do marketing campaigns for you, and you know how much you pay, right? And you and you you play the music, and you see. Bonner Boy selling out Madison Square Garden and you see Whiskey doing the O2, I think, three times or two times. If you if you still if you still don't get it, you don't get it. I feel like it's our job to actually keep doing this thing to the point where, you know, everybody will catch up. And that's the hard work. Somebody has to do the hard work hard work and a lot of people are doing the hard work the hard work and I think it's only a matter of time before people start to come. Like I, I have people I spoke to two years ago about investing in power and now they're coming back to me. They're like, oh I want to invest. You know, so it's only a matter of time. I think the only way to do it is to for people like you and I to continue to put in the hard hard work and continue to invest in in meaningful ways because we're bigger together if you sign the biggest if you sign a very big or if you, if you want to sign the, a big, the biggest artist in nigeria and you're writing a five million dollar check then that just shows you how disrespectful you are or how commercially short-sighted you are or let me just say how you've prioritized the genre like i've been in conversations where people are trying to you know, do a deal with Empower for the entire roster and for the future roster. And they're not even talking double digits, millions in dollars. So that makes me just see the, the level of priority. But what, when I come out of those meetings, I just get more, in, more inspired and more motivated that I must, I must do this. I must hustle. I must be successful. I must find new artists. I must find artists from across Africa. I must invest in them, you know, and, and tomorrow I will be in the same rooms with these people. I will be having different conversations because I don't think it's out of, I'm not one to think that 
you know, if you get into a meeting and people offer you some money, I don't think it's a fight. Like if I want to buy a house and the owner says the house is one one million shillings and I think it's twenty shillings, like it's not a fight, right? It's just what I think the value is. And probably it's what the value is right now. And we're not adding future opportunities. So it just goes to show that there needs to be more intra-African investment in the African creative sector. You know, and I'm biased. I'll say music first because, you know, music is easy to scale. You know, with the opportunities there. And we see what it's doing um, globally. Now, not too long ago, if you were an artist and you were an independent artist, you didn't really have the access or the, the capability to be able to really market yourself if you didn't have a big brother or that kind of thing supporting you. But now, obviously, with social media, this has really changed uh, the trajectory for independent artists. What would you say um, have been some of the biggest highlights when it comes to what social media has been able to do for independent artists, the biggest changes? Now it's like a new, it's like a, even though like my team has been putting out music for, you know, the artists on our roster, but it's, now I'm in the trenches, right? I'm in the trenches. I'm basically in the trenches um, learning. And what I'm learning is like, okay, yeah, you could do digital marketing, you could retarget, but what if you don't have that budget? Or you, like the easiest place as an independent artist with no money, no budget for radio, the easiest place for you to do anything is TikTok, you know, and, and post that thing on TikTok and be creative with it. And from there, people could, you know, discover you. And that's this. I'm seeing TikTok the way I used Instagram back in when I started to to reach the fans. And I'm now having like, you know, I, the past the past four days I've been on TikTok more than I've ever been on TikTok in my life because I've seen that oh. You know the barrier to entry there is is reduced, and all I have to do maybe is is work there. So I think the level playing field is even for every artist in terms of you know at least you could reach your fans on TikTok and you could start to build. You have people that are not even musicians, like some of the influencers I'm working with have more followers than me on TikTok. So that just shows you you know you could come from an influencer point of view and then then start to show your music or you then start to have your podcast. Now, when you look at the globalization of African music, you share such a, a, a lovely story about how you were in Ukraine and that's where you had some of the most diverse audience outside of Cyprus. Now, when you look at it, um, how is this a reminder for you about the power of music beyond borders and beyond language? Um, you know, music is... The good thing about music is you don't need to understand the language and you don't need to know what the people are saying. You just need to feel the beat. So, because music speaks to the soul, right? So, at the end of the day, it's not really something surprising. And I've always felt like that's why sometimes 
you know, I always feel the music just needs to be in the right places and in front of, it just needs to be in the places you put every other music for people to discover it. And if, if that is, if that is TikTok, if that is radio, if that is Spotify or Apple Music playlist, you know, it needs to be there because at the end of the day, it is good music. And once it's good music, anybody can, can relate with it. So as we have discussed already, you went to school in Ghana and like you said uh, earlier on in this conversation, it's like your second home. Now there was a time when Ghanaian music really seemed to be at the cusp of something great in terms of it leading a global African music um, movement. If you look at Azonto, for example, and the potential that it had, you're still collaborating though with Ghanaian musicians um, like King Promise, for example. But what do you think is holding the Ghanaian industry back from really reaching its global potential? You know the amount of money that is being spent by Nigerian artists, Nigerian labels on just one song. It's the money, it's the investment. The moment investment comes to to the scene, it's, it's, it's gonna change, it's gonna change everything. Like the music is great, the production is great, the artists are great. You know, it's just the investment that's is lacking. Like and you see the signs here and there, like you, you know, you, you, you're seeing more and more Ghanaian music crossing boundaries. Like you have the Kitty record that became a smash hit. So, like I always say, the opportunities are endless. In in this, you've not heard up to one percent of the music that can come out of Lagos, Lagos alone. Like there's an artist I have from who's who's now moving to Kano, who's from northern part of Nigeria. And that whole industry is a different scene on its own that nobody even knows about. And the artists that play in the north of Nigeria and they play in Chad, they play, they play in Niger, you know, they, they have shows in, in Gambia. You feel me? But you don't even know about that. You might be like, I can ask you to name five artists from northern Nigeria. You know, you might not be able to, to, to name five artists, <laughs> right? But... But the people in the north, they are enjoying their music from their artists and they're playing it and they're, they're enjoying it. The same thing, the people in the east of Nigeria, they're, they're playing their music. So it's it's the same thing. All it takes is just investment coming and it will go beyond the community. And even without the investment, music will still travel. So you would always see one or two songs crossing over. And when I mean crossover, I just mean leaving the community. And it, it will keep happening the more investment comes. You spoke so aptly about how dancehall and reggae music are able to carry their culture even as they gain global popularity. What do you think we can learn in terms of this from an African music perspective? Because we truly are in a beautiful space where, you know, as we know, African music is, is global center. But how, how do we ensure that we continue to carry our culture with us? I think it's beautiful and what, what is most beautiful about this is, you know, music and the success of music and seeing 20,000 people in an auditorium, um, what that is doing is changing the, and then seeing more successful musicians, both, you know, the, the younger ones and the more, the ones who are more familiar with. You feel me? Like, 
what that is doing is that's changing the narrative, you know, and this is the proudest. This is, I don't want to say this is the proudest because there's more to come. This is a proud time to be your African self and play that music. And when it comes up, hey, and shout, gay, 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 and everybody wants to, to come and come on it this so if there's any time to be ourselves this is the time and it's beautiful to be be here um it's beautiful to it's beautiful to be part of it um and it's just a lovely time and it's only gonna go it's only gonna go up now you have some really great investments in rwanda and in an interview you spoke about how you know it was easy to do business there rwanda is a great african success story what do you think that we can learn um as a continent from rwanda when it comes to doing business first like i do right now i do business in 10 african countries okay. so i i i run i'm, I'm involved in a, a truly pan-african multinational I'm not just talking about music, right? And so doing business in different places makes me understand the uniqueness of every different place. And what I just feel is, you know, the more, and it's happening, like you see the, uh, I think it's the, the Africa Free Continental Trade Agreement. You're seeing more African countries decide that, you know what, we're going to work together. We're going to share knowledge. We're going to drop those boundaries. We're going to be linked commercially. All these things are happening, which is beautiful to see that our leaders are, you know, communicating and not just communicating, but, you know, trying to do things uh, step by step to help ourselves. So I think the communication between our leaders and uh and when i mean our leaders i'm not just saying presidents but i'm saying you and i and whoever is running you know running running the captains of industries in our different countries you know should communicate more and try to interlink so ev- ev- everywhere i have i have business you know i i try to make sure the uh the colleagues are speaking like as a group we have a slack channel that has over over 490 staff and we have a channel that's for all of us and we we crack jokes together and we and we talk and we share ideas and so it's more of this that needs to be happening and i'm rooting for every country i'm rooting for nigeria my country which i think can be the greatest country in the world and i'm rooting for rwanda and all the young people there that are you know at the rdb you know at kigali finance trying to really you know to really do stuff and to say oh this country is trying to get it right or this country is getting this and this and this and this right you know and i'm also rooting for for Republic of Benin and all the development that's happening there and the great work that's happening there. And I'm rooting for Ghana and I'm rooting for, you know, you know, Ghana always has a special place in my heart. And it's one of the countries that could, you know, maybe just a few steps away from being 
you know, being an envy of the world. And it's the same feeling I have towards even even one of my favorite countries, Zambia. I love Zambia. Like, I love, <laughs> I love Zambia. So everywhere, like, from everywhere I've gone to in the last one year, from, you know, from Cameroon to to Uganda, to Zambia, to Kenya, to Tanzania, Ghana, Nigeria, uh, Sierra Leone, Republic of Benin. Everywhere I've gone, there's one thing I've seen, which is young people trying to defy the odds in whatever they're doing and change the narrative and, and find success in meaningful ways. And that's, that's, that's what I want for the continent. And that's what I want for music. I see that you're loving, you're loving the PP dance. You're loving the PP dance. I see that you're loving, you're loving the PP dance. For you as an artist, uh, what can we expect? Uh, what can fans look forward to? Yeah, I'm going to drop my album next year. And I plan to drop four singles this year. So the first one being Legalized. Uh, very real song to me. Um, fresh out of my engagement. Actually, I shot that video. I actually went down on my knees during while shooting the video. Oh, I love that. You feel me? So, so that, that that song represents, you know, not just like it's not just a song like oh yeah, I'm dropping a song, and that's the same energy the entire album has. The next one is gonna drop either July 19th or July 22nd, and it's it's also another real story to me, and I'm just trying to take my fans through, you know, my fans who just know me through the lens of, oh, you're listening to, oh my God, or you're listening to Lego Val, you're listening to whatever song. I'm trying, with this album, I'm trying to connect you with who I am and hopefully with Legalize, you've seen me vulnerable singing to to my fiance and in the second song, you will see me in a different light and you get also a different context to who I am. Can I just say, I really enjoyed your TED Talk. Um, it's one of my favorite, just from the perspective of your vulnerability and sharing about your life as a nomad, which is similar to, uh, you know, to quite a, a handful of Africans who've had to move from place to place for whatever reasons, be it education, family, better opportunities, or even more serious matters. But now at this stage in your life, you are, are you any closer to calling any place home, especially now that you're settling down? I'm still a nomad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a nomad. Like, th- this this year alone, like, right now, I'm going back to France. And I'll be in France for, like, two weeks, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Right? And this year, I've spent the most of my time in Cotonou. That's why I keep on saying Cotonou, 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 because that's where I've yeah. spent the most of my time. And so... I want to continue traveling. You know, so when you say you want, when you decide to be with somebody, that's a journey. That's a journey you're going to be taking with the person. So you you don't really stop traveling. You just start to take new journeys. Yeah, I get that.
I don't know, you feel me? <laughs> yeah, so totally. it's, 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 it's just that before, maybe before now I've been traveling alone and now I can travel with somebody. And when I mean traveling, I'm, I don't, I don't just mean like physically getting on a plane to travel. I mean like traveling through life. Like I can travel with her. She can travel with me. We are traveling together in, in life's journeys. So that's why I never use the, the, the word or description to say, Oh, now I don't lock down. I'm, I'm now locked down. Cause like it's not a lockdown. It's, it's a journey. It's, a, it's, it's like, finding a partner to travel with you know let's let's go on this journey together awesome thank you so much Mr. easy i'm gonna leave it there and just yeah just continue doing what you're doing you definitely are making like a huge difference you know it's really just so encouraging so yeah thank you so Blessings. much and, and 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 by the way like we don't just invest in music so if at any time you wanted to kind of have a situation please do feel free to reach out to us <laughs> Most definitely, Mr. Easy. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah. All my life I've been searching. All my life I've been searching. Now I found you. I'm searching no more. I don't wanna do no curl, baby. Make we take a My world is stop anytime you look into my eyes. Even if you don't know, baby, I gon' make you realize. I know go let you know, baby, now you be my wife. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Africa Whisperer. I hope that you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed having this conversation with my esteemed guest. Please, if you want to find out anything more about the podcast, go to theafricawhisperer.com where you can find out about the team that helps put this production together, my amazing guests that we have each and every week, as well as send any feedback that you might have by emailing hello at theafricawhisperer.com. Also, remember to follow me on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter as Lee Kasumba. Catch you next time. Thanks.